if right now you have a lot of times on your hand to reflect or even just a short period of time that you just sit down with your feelings and reflect and you realize that you lose sort of like pieces of yourself, you're feeling lost because you've been sucked in to the works, the chores, the responsibility of being an adult, having a lot of things on your plate. So now you're feeling lost and you do not know what makes you happy anymore. Then this video is for you. Because I've been struggling with that for a while. During the past year in 2023, I was having a lot of works and I was having a lot on my plates from one project to the next, from one thing to the next. So earlier this year, obviously, I had the last semester of college, about to graduate. So I was busy with graduating, with final exams and all that kind of stuff. In the mid-year, um, toward the end of the year, I had one project that I had to lead. And I also had internships as well. And I had to figure out um, what jobs that I want to apply to, like full-time jobs that I want to look for. And I have to figure out my next step and all that kind of stuff. And everything is so packed all of my schedule are so packed and hectic and I did not really have time to myself to just sit down with my feelings and just reflect on my own feelings because whenever I have time during all of those hectic schedules to just sit down and take a break I would feel so drained to the point where I do not feel like I want to face my own emotions because it feels very challenging so I just go to sleep or I just procrastinated on TikTok and I just Basically, I just went to bed. I just did not want to deal with the challenging things that is called my emotions, okay? So during all of those times, I was so sucked into all the works, all the responsibility that I need to complete, that I need to fulfill, that I just lost or abandoned all of the things that makes me happy in the first place. All of the things that I do purely out of enjoyment, purely out of self-fulfillment purely out of my own damn happiness and it is only until now that I have a lot of times on my hand that I am in this unemployment period where I just stay at home all freaking day and I isolate myself mentally only because I still have my family to talk to and I still talk my, to my close friend and that kind of stuff but I sort of like isolate myself mentally and just take a step back and reflect to what happened in the past year in 2023 and the works that I've done and the, the things that I do to improve myself or my own failure, my own achievement, all that kind of stuff. Only then I realize that when I do not include the things that makes me happy into my life amidst all the chaos that is my responsibility as an adult, it makes me feel very sad. It makes me feel like I lose in touch with myself and it makes me feel like I lose a part of myself. So in today's video, I or in today's episode of podcast, I actually really want to touch on this topic because this ha has been something that I've been trying to reflect on and also, you know, trying to come to terms with and also the fact that I sort of like want to find a solution for it. And the one simple solutions that I want to talk about today in order to sort of like find yourself again and not lose pieces of yourself and you know keep in touch with a sense of who you are and a sense of your identity and the one way that I find really effective is to go back to your hobbies what are your favorite hobbies what are the things that you used to do so I want to touch on this specific topic called hobby okay the first thing that I want to go into I actually want to explain from my own perspectives of why it is so important to have hobbies that you do purely out of enjoyment not for money not for monetizations not for any other 
exterior motive or that kind of stuff. Ulterior, what is that called? Like, what what kind of word is it? Ulterior motive, what that kind of stuff. But basically, I just want to emphasize on why it's so important to have hobbies that you do not for any other external factors but just purely for your own happiness and for you and we're also going to talk about how to choose hobby because there are so many different types of hobbies so many different kinds that you explore so i'm just going to give you sort of like a basic ideas and foundation so you can go and explore hobbies on your own i'm gonna wrap everything up on giving you a small tip or like a technique not really a technique but more so an advice um, on how to integrate it and how to include it in your everyday life because obviously as an adult we have responsibility we holds a lot of things on our plates college jobs internship volunteering while still figuring <laughs> I cannot speak I speak too fast I started now while still figuring out this shit called our 20 somethings so freaking stressful like what are we gonna do for the rest of our life now that we do not have a milestones anymore and that itself is so stressful because there are so many possibilities and yet we cannot figure out what to do what to choose yeah i'm gonna tell you how to sort of like easily integrate it into your life and include it in your life as a part of your daily routine anyway we're gonna go into the first point that i want to touch on is why it's so important to have hobbies and to include it not as an option but as a requirement and daily routine sort of in your lifestyle whatever whatever that means like i want to emphasize that you know i do not or at least for me right now i'm currently working on it i do not want hobbies to be something that i do when i'm free i do not want it to be an optional thing where i'm only gonna do it when I'm free but I want to integrate it into my life into my daily routine to make it a requirement because hobbies it's gonna lead me to the first point actually hobbies makes me me it is a part of who I am let me explain that so I'm gonna give you like an example just like um, what I talked about earlier like last year there was so many chaos happening and I have to not only deal with the works like projects volunteering project or internship and graduation and final exam and all that kind of stuff but I also have to deal with the fact that um, not really the fact that but I have to deal with that post-grad depression you know that period of time where you have mental breakdown after you graduate it was rough like, I was going through a few months just, it was hell. Not really hell. I mean, I can deal with it, but, like, it was so hard. I almost, I cried every day, basically, during, like, those few months because there are, like, other personal issues in my life that I've experienced, too. So, there were so many emotional turbulence on my freaking brain, on my freaking heart, or whatever that is, or whatever. <laughs> It makes me it makes me feel very weird and cheesy whenever I say the word heart. Like my heart. But I, <laughs> okay, this is out of topic. Anyway, I was going through this emotional turbulence while juggling all of the responsibilities that I have and it was just so wild and chaotic and I did not have time to sit down and just sit down with my feelings and have time to deal with it not that i don't have time i have time to you know take a nap go to sleep have time for rest but during that rest i was so drained still that i did not want to face 
as I said earlier, my emotions. So I just keep it away. I just compartmentalize it. And now that I had a lot of times on my hand, now that all of those work are completed, now that I do not have anything to do, like I have literally nothing. Like I just sit in my own home and do nothing. <laughs> now that I have a lot of times on my hand, like the first few weeks of my break, I spend it all procrastinating on TikTok. And while I was scrolling on my For You page, I came across Book Talk, book community, where they show aesthetic books or book contents like book hauls and book reviews and all that kind of stuff. And seeing people being so happy, holding book, talking about books and having discussions around books and seeing all of those videos popping up on my For You page, it makes me realize how much I miss reading books. Because reading book is the one hobby that I stick with me consistently ever since I was really young, ever since I was a teenager, ever since I was hitting my puberty, basically. <laughs> I fell in love with reading for a long time and it heals me. It helps me deal with all the ups and downs that I went through in life. You know, when I was a, you know, an angsty teenager and all that kind of stuff, basically. It saves my teenage year. And right now, I still love reading. But this is actually one of my bad habits is that whenever I have a lot of things on my plates, I tend to abandon hobbies, which are like the only thing that makes me happy. Not really the only thing, but the main thing that makes me happy. The main thing that makes me feel like, ah, life is worth living. Because hobbies makes me me. You know what I mean? I don't know if it makes sense. Like, When you keep doing something that makes you feel happy for a long time, it becomes a part of who you are. So for me, hobbies are ways for me to feel happy, to feel fulfilled, are something that I do to make me feel connected with myself because I do something that I like, I do something that I enjoy. That's not to say that the work that I was doing or like the project that I was doing was not something that I do not enjoy, but like my main priority or like my main purpose for the works, like volunteering and internship and all that kind of stuff, like I did it for good credit to get good experience on my resume. That was my main purpose, not for the happiness, not for enjoyment. So even though sometimes like I enjoy the process of it, it can be very stressful and challenging. However, when it comes to hobbies, I do it out of pure enjoyment. And whenever I abandon it and I stop doing it for a while, it makes me lose touch with myself. And that also brings me to the next point of like, the reason why it makes me lose pieces of myself is because like hobbies are like again as i said it makes me feel happy i want to expand on this point a little bit the reason why it makes me feel happy is because it also heals my inner child so take my other hobby for example dancing i've been trying to get to dancing and learning how to dance i'm not good at it at all however i really enjoy dancing because when i was young <laughs> When I was in elementary school, specifically during sixth grade, um, I was forming a group of friends. Basically, I had a group of friends where our mutual interest is the love for K-pop, specifically the girl group, Girls' Generation. That's why they remain my ultimate favorite K-pop girl group to this day. But anyway, when I was young, I was obsessed with K-pop, especially Girls' Generation. So my friends love it too. So we form like a group instead of like 
we, we, we came up with our name, like, with our own name too. We came up with like Friends Generation. That's what our group name called. That's what our, you know, performing team, performing group. <laughs> oh my God, that was such good memories. But anyway, we formed sort of like a dance group, like making dance cover of Girls' Generation when we were in elementary school and we would practice dancing during break times and we were even dancing in front of our teachers. <laughs> Girl, I never know how much gut and bravery I had when I was young. Like, and we even had dance competition where we called out that one girl. We were like, hey, come out here. We're going to compete with you. Let's see who wins. Let's see, based on the public vote, who wins. So on the potluck day, <laughs> we would practice dancing Girls' Generation. I remember... The song specifically, I Got a Boy. <laughs> we were practicing it every single day. And then on the potluck day, like all the crowds gathered and we danced to I Got a Boy. I think I had video clips of it. I'm not even sure. I don't know. Um, I think I lost the video clips already. I wish I kept it to this day because it was such a good memory, even though it was so cringe to look back. Now, growing up as an adult, I still love K-pop and I still am a casual listener of a lot of K-pop groups. And my favorite group right now is Red Velvet and Espa. But anyway, anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> but right now, as I still listen to K-pop and I see a lot of K-pop dancing and performance in group, and I've seen a lot of K-pop covers, and now that, you know, TikTok is blowing up as an app, um, I have seen a lot of dance challenges and it makes me want to dance again. And when I was practicing dancing alone in my room, I remember one day I was coming across a dance challenge on TikTok, sort of like a 10 seconds dance challenge. And it was so interesting. And all of a sudden I feel motivated to dance again. So I just literally got up from my bed at 3 a.m. in the morning, turned on the light and practiced dancing. What the fuck? <laughs> I had that sudden 3 a.m. motivation to just dance and I was sweating like I was already showering and you know got ready to bed to, to go to bed but I got up again and dance oh my god I don't know you know that feelings when you're doing something and your heart it feels as if your heart fills up and your heart is like getting warm and just truly enjoy that moment and truly enjoy the thing that you're doing at that moment like that was how my heart is like I was so happy and also the fact that dancing bring out my confidence because when I dance when I have to practice to perform I have to adapt to the vibe or like the what the performance brings so if it's like a really dark pop like espa like really good crush really strong independent woman type of theme in the music then we have to adapt our dancing to it or if it's like very cutesy very lively um type of song then we have to adapt ourselves to it too so it forces me to bring out this different side of me or like i have to be like lively or i have to be this girl crush independent woman when i'm dancing like it brings out my confidence and i really love it a lot it also just sort of like brings back all the memories from when i was young when i was having so much fun dancing and just enjoying and you know not really care whether i'm professional at it or not it was just pure enjoyment i don't know how to describe that feelings and there was also something very comforting to see myself dancing because when i look at it from a third person perspective i was being carefree i was being 
free spirit. I was not caring about what my dancing looks like in the world. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit of perfectionist because I want to perfect the dance that I was doing at that moment. But whatever. Um, still though, like it reminds me of my younger self, and it reminds me of you know that carefree, that free spirited, that um, you know not giving a fuck about the world and just doing something that I like. That's. My younger self, same with doodling, um, just doodling like cute characters and all that kind of stuff. That's why I started drawing again. When I doodle, when I start coloring again, yes, it seems very childish on the outside, but when I was doing it, it reminds me of when I was really young, when I did not, when I had a lot of times on my hand and did not have anything, anything to do, did not have to care about you know adult responsibilities and all that, did not have to worry about money or career or whatever. I was just doing something that I like, and that is doodling. Just me going crazy, whether it was ugly or not, whether it's beautiful or not, I did not care. Just the fact that I enjoy doing it, like it was just so fun. And as I was doing it now, doodling, it heals my inner child and it makes me so happy. Now, the last point that I want to emphasize on when it comes to why hobbies are so important for me is because it is a form of self love. As I grow up, I realize that I have not been treating myself. Right, or rather, I did not really love myself enough. I spend a lot of times hating myself, resenting myself, feeling insecure in myself, comparing myself to other people, appearance, achievement, whatever I see on social media. I spend a lot of times hating myself for procrastinating, for not figuring out what I want to do with my life. I spend a lot of times just being all up in my head. About how much of a bad person that I am, how much I could have been better, and it just becomes this toxic cycle of me just sabotaging myself. I have a lot of time to just sit down with my thought, and you know it's been something that I've been doing like this self reflection of myself and my own thoughts and my own mindset and the way that I think. I've been doing this for like a few years now that I have. Basically, freedom to do whatever the fuck that I want. Now that I am an adult, I'm out of college. Now that I have to figure out what to do next, I can do whatever the fuck that I want to do. I can try and risk it, and you know, try anything or explore anything that I want to do. It also leads to, you know, how I'm doing this hobby, this thing making me happy, all because I wanna learn to love myself a little bit more. And hate myself a little bit less because I realized that loving yourself—it's not just about you thinking in your head that you should love yourself. Loving yourself is also about taking action to do things for yourself. When you're doing things that makes you happy, when you're showing up for yourself with tangible action, it builds up the evidence of you taking the time and taking the effort. To do things that makes you happy, and that itself is a form of self love because you are taking care of yourself. You are taking care to make sure that you are happy, that you are enjoying life, that you are not only going through life with survival mode of you know fulfilling work as an adult. That is important too, but at the same time, it is also extremely important to take times out of your day to do things that makes you happy because it is the evidence that you show up for yourself. It is the evidence that you are taking that tangible action to make you happy, to take care of yourself, to make sure that you are mentally and emotionally okay. And also another plus, sort of like cherry on top, that you know hobbies are so important. It's because it gets me away from social media. 
like I was hella addicted to social media, especially TikTok and YouTube. So getting into hobbies and getting into this flow state of just focusing on hobbies, for example, drawing, just taking like one hour out of my day when I literally have nothing to do, just taking one hour to just focus on just drawing, getting into that flow state, it heals my brain in a way. Because I have such short attention span from all the TikTok and social media and all kind of stuff. So getting back into hobbies like reading and how reading helps you concentrate or drawing, how drawing helps you get into that flow state of just focusing on that one thing and concentrating on that one thing. It helps with your attention span and like long, like expanding your attention span, I guess, and helps you concentrate better. I don't know. It's just a plus, a cherry on top that I realized throughout me just integrating hobbies back into my life. Okay, now we're gonna move on on how to choose hobbies. Ooh, I'm getting excited on that part. You know, I'm gonna break it down into questions that you should ask yourself um, when you decide on what hobby that you should do. First question, what hobbies do you used to love as a child? Or basically just what hobby that you used to love or you used to do in the past but somehow you abandon it or haven't done it in a while. Again, I already gave you example of this, of how reading saves my teenage year and dancing helps me building better, stronger emotional connection with friends. I really prioritize friendships when I was young. Like all I care about is friendship. All I care about is having best friends. That's all that matters to me. That is my prioritization. That is what makes me feel fulfilled when I was young. So having dancing brings me and my friends together and building stronger connections, it saves my childhood year. So you know when you're trying to figure out what hobbies that you used to love in the past but haven't done in a while or hobby that you used to do as a child or teenagers, it doesn't have to save you or it doesn't have to have like significant meaning. Just as long as it used to make you happy, it used to make you feel fulfilled, bring it back. Anyway, next question that you can ask yourself, what hobbies that unleash your creativity? Um, for me, I could give an example. I already gave an example about this. It is drawing. Even though I do not draw really well, <laughs> sometimes I really suck at it, especially when it comes to sketching a person's face. But when it comes to doodling, I'm good at it. But sketching is really hard. I have to learn it from scratch. But anyway, I love drawing so much because it gets me into my creative mode. So if you're into drawing, maybe you can do that. You can start with something easy first. Other examples that you could do, you can learn how to do makeup. That's on my bucket list. I want to know how to do makeup too. Makeup itself is an art. So whether you want to try drag makeup, you want to try different types of you know makeup that is trending right now, like clean girl makeup, no makeup makeup look, or birthday girl makeup look, Whatever is there is, wait, wait, have glam makeup look or you want to dress up like, you know, have like Halloween makeup or I don't know. There's just so many different types of makeup. So makeup itself is an art. And obviously, if you're practicing it every day, you become good at it every day. And, you know, ideas will start pouring out of, you know, what you want to do when it comes to doing makeup and all that kind of stuff. It's just so fun. The other one is nail art. I have seen... Damn! My mom is calling me to eat dinner. I have seen so many nail art on TikToks and it was just so beautiful. I don't know how people can be this talented, bruh. You can also do commentaries or reviews on movies or TV shows or documentary that you've been watching. I have also been sucked into movies and TV shows review videos on YouTube. Like, I just watch it a lot. And it was just so interesting. Usually, 
whenever I watch movie, whenever I watch a TV show, I usually came out of it just okay, it's good, okay, it's bad. But when I was watching commentary about the in-depth review, I started to look back at you know my opinion after watching every TV shows or movies. I was like, oh, I should have more opinion. I should have more reasons to why I like it or not like it. I don't know. It just makes me. Think more critically, and if you're the one who likes watching commentary videos on not just movies and TV shows, but on social issues or pop culture, all that kind of stuff, like it's just so fun to think critically and just learn more about it and form your own opinion. I don't know. I'm like a sponge. Sometimes I describe myself like I'm like a sponge, like soaking up other people's opinions and not have my own opinion. <laughs> That's why sometimes I'm so easily influenced by other people's opinions. Yeah, I'm a fucking people pleaser. I try to work on that. Working on that right now. The other one is painting. I haven't dived deep much into painting because it is so messy every time I paint. But whenever I see people paint on TikTok, oh my god, girl, it's just so beautiful. Whether they are painting landscape, whether they are painting people, it was just so beautiful, man. Anyway, we're moving on to the last part on how to integrate it in real life in your daily routine. Okay. And I just want to make this point very simple, and、I、already mentioned it a little bit during my earlier points. A very simple way to make hobbies stick is to make it easy. Hobbies are not supposed to be the things that you have to learn to improve to be good at. I know. I mean, at least for me, sometimes I get very competitive with myself. I'm just like, I need to get good at dancing. I need to get good at drawing, at sketching. Not gonna lie, sometimes I have that mindset. However, it is not a good mindset to have when you want to stick to hobbies consistently. Hobby are supposed to be easy when you start doing things, when you start taking that first step, because the purpose of having a hobby is to only do something that you enjoy, like something you do out of pure enjoyment, out of pure happiness and fulfillment. At least that's from my definition. Like hobbies are not supposed to be something that you, like I don't want you to go into hobbies with having the mindset of like, oh, I have to get good at it and probably earn money from it. Like I don't want that. Sometimes I think that too. However, right now I start to approach it differently in a sense of like, if I'm doing hobbies, I have to do it because it makes me happy only and enjoyable and makes life a little brighter, makes life a little worth more living. You know what I mean. So, make it easy, make it fun. Do not think about money and the money that you can earn from getting good at it. And, for example, when I say make it easy, for example, when it comes to reading, if you want to try out reading, what do you want to read? If you want to read romance, fuck it, go read it. If you want to read smart novels, fuck it, go read it. Read something that is enjoyable for you. Read something that is easy for you. Because if you start off by reading something difficult or challenging or boring, like self help book, not gonna lie, I like I love self help because it helps me. But at the same time, it's so fucking boring. This is not a good step because if you read it and you find it challenging, like reading self help book, you find it challenging or very boring, then you're gonna have like that first impressions of like, oh, reading is boring. Reading is challenging. It's gonna Ingrain in your subconscious mind that reading is not good. Reading is bad. Reading is not a good hobby. So start with something very easy. What do you enjoy reading? What genre of books that you want to read? You know, start off with something very easy, something that you like to do, or even drawing. 
for me, drawing sketches is very difficult. So when I start making hobby of doing, of drawing in general, I normally do not sketch. I just doodle. I just doodle random shit. And I'm still trying to integrate it little by little because it's so hard to integrate all have hobbies at once. So. Yeah, I try to doodle a lot of cute stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to do that right now. <laughs> so you get what I mean, right? Just make it easy and make it very simple for yourself, and do not think about it too much. You know, hobbies are only supposed to be something that you enjoy doing, something that make you happy, something that you show love to yourself, something that shows that oh, you care for yourself enough to. Do things that make you happy, and yeah, that has come to an end of our podcast. And if you're wondering, I switch the filming. If you're watching this on YouTube, I switch the filming to daylight instead because I don't know. I don't want to film it at night. It is very dark, and also I hope the background noise is not too much because I film it in daylight. But it turns out really well, I guess. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I really want to emphasize on this whole hobby thing because it's something that I want to integrate into my daily routine. Like I, I don't want to put pressure on myself to do all the hobbies like dancing, drawings, and reading into my daily routine, like doing it all at once. But you know, sometimes like if I get tired from a work day or I feel drained, like at least like I can do one thing, like reading, or I can do other thing, like dancing. Like I just have a lot of options, and I can choose any. Which one of the hobbies that I want to do? You know, I do not keep track of it. I do not keep track of you know which hobbies that I'm doing for each day. Like I don't want to put that pressure on myself. And when I keep track of it, I I will feel like a failure if I don't complete a hobby in a day. I don't know. It's just tracking makes me become a perfectionist. And hobbies is not supposed to be that. It is not supposed to be that. Anyway. I'm just rambling right now, but I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And yeah, please subscribe to this channel, or you know, if you're listening to this on podcast, make sure to rate it. And also, I have my main channel. Okay, I have my main channel too. My main channel is Mary Sunny M E R I S U N N I E. Yeah, make sure you subscribe to my main channel because I also make YouTube videos. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode, and I will see you in my next episode. Podcast, whatever it is. Yeah, bye. <laughs>